You are listening to the Thinking Big Podcast. Today, we're talking about mastering financial emotional intelligence with Sean Grant. Sean is a dynamic writer, entrepreneur who possesses an enormous passion for helping others discover their potential with money and prosperity. He is the creator of the podcast, The Money Cure, and the author of Prosperity Secrets, How to Live a Life of Your Dreams. And Sean is absolutely driven to help as many people as he can realize their greatest financial potential. Today, we're going to be thinking big into our financial mindset and how to conquer issues with money through financial emotional intelligence. Welcome to the Thinking Big Podcast with Sean Osborne, the show helping you think bigger into your life and potential. Sean believes by equipping you with the tools, strategies, and philosophies required to be successful in all aspects of your life, you can achieve anything you believe in. Empowering our own growth makes a deeply positive and lasting impact on our lives, community, and our world. Now, here's Sean. I really want to welcome you, Sean, to, to the podcast. I've been looking forward to this one. Uh, tell me a little bit about you and, and kind of how you got to where you are right now. Well, I, you know, I always feel like I've lived so many lives, um, in this one life, even only being 38 years old. And what I mean by that is just really tying myself into my intuition and being led to go wherever the highest calling is. And that's been through so many different things. And the, the common denominator has always been, how can I help people reach their potential? How can I help, you know, humanity, right. you know, by providing an example that inspires, not telling people what to do or like forcing them, but how can I inspire them through following the authentic urges that, that comes from my heart, you know? Right. And that's, <laughs> that's led me through fitness. It's led me through acting. It's led me through teaching, coaching, and now, you know, into finances, you know, just prosperity, wealth and money and, and getting a really good understanding as to what's really important to each and every person in this life, in this lifetime, right? When it comes to finances. And to me, you know, in that questionnaire, I kind of wrote down one of the biggest things that you need in order to, to really feel like you have a connection because ultimately money gives us that freedom to do the things that we want. And that's, that's something that I'm so passionate about because it's one of my greatest desires to have people live the right. life that they choose. Yeah. And, and that, that gets me excited. That gets me amped up. Yeah. And that's, that's why I'm I'm doing what I'm doing right now. Yeah, and that's you know that's one of the things that's sometimes kind of funny to to look at is is people will say money is evil. It's yeah. like you know I I do uh, you know some of the things I do I do uh, think and grow rich uh, workshops. Yeah. yeah. And the negative comments I get from people sometimes are just unbelievable. It's like oh you're the worst thing in this world. I'm like. Do you not understand that yeah. one being, you know, think grow rich is rich in, in health, rich in, you know, rich yeah. in philanthropy, rich in, in it. It's not just money. Exactly. But, and, and I'll ask him, it's like, if you had a million dollars, what good could you do? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, you know, it's money is not evil. Now, sometimes people, right. what they do with money is evil, <laughs> but money, it's not evil. Money helps you do 
the things that you want to do to grow your passion and grow your life. Yeah. Right. Right. It's, it's, you know, it's a neutral, um, demonstration of energy that allows us to put our creativity and our highest intentions behind it. Right. You know, and I, so I grew up in the Bible belt in the deep South. And so, you know, what baffled me so much was (laughs) here was a group of people who, much like you said, oh, it's the devil. Money is terrible. And then in secret, they're like, oh, Lord, Jesus, please bring me some money, Lord. <laughs> I need it right now. You know, so it was such a huge conflict. Yeah. I'm like, okay, if you got to go pray for it in secret, then there's nothing bad about it. Right. Yeah. It was just crazy. It's crazy kind of growing up with that paradigm and then having to, to navigate and shift through it yourself. Yeah. To, uh, to find out, you know, what works. Yeah. So what led you to the the passion? I mean, what did anything transpire? I mean, w- when did you f- realize, hey, I've got this passion to teach. I've got this passion to to share. Honestly, Sean, it goes back to throughout my childhood. It was a lot of struggle and it, it wasn't struggle that actually needed to be there. I feel like it was mentally core struggle where there's not a good relationship with money. So you kind of, you kind of, in a sense, become blind to the actual blessings and, 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 and things to be grateful for. Right. Know, I'm speaking in along the lines of my parents. And so I think there was such a fear of losing it all that it created so much fear around the topic in general. And in a, a story in particular that's really near and dear to me that relates to this. And this is, this is like, this is probably the time where I really said, you know what, I, you know, that anger kind of built up and, you know, that anger kind of goes hand in hand with that passion. I was, uh, I think I was about 20 or so. And I was, you know, still heavily into uh, Christianity and stuff. And I was, I was in church and, you know, they pass around for the tithes and the offerings. And for me, it's always been about being a big giver. And so I can remember that day where I was sitting, sitting in church and the collection plate came along and I had four quarters in my pocket. And it was just so embarrassing to the point where it brought me to tears. And I still gave 50 cents of what I had. Right. And then literally six hours later, like, I received a check to be able to pay the debt that I had. Cause at that time I was like, uh, like a thousand and something dollars in debt or whatever, but it just, it just kind of really, because I was able to step out on faith, even in that dire time that like, just, I mean, it was just probably one of the most heartbreaking times of my life because you feel like a failure, you know, right. you're, you're not really producing or you're not, allowing stuff to come in as you feel like you should in that situation in particular, really just, it said, you know what, not only do I have to like try to gain some clarity on this, but I've got to help as many right. people as I can. Cause so many people are like me struggling. And if it's driving me to tears, that means it's something within me right. that's trying to be pulled out. Right. And I truly, truly believe that you cannot grow until you start giving. You, you just can't, you, you cannot, you cannot grow without giving. And that's something that I didn't learn until later, you know, later in life. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's every day, you know, we should go out and find someone or talk with someone or work with someone that's not, not as far as long as, as we are, 
It could be yeah. in in it could be in finances. It could be in relationship. Whatever it is, but find yeah. someone who's not as far along and help them. Again, it could be financial. That. It could be could be anything. But if you do that every day, mm-hmm. the universe will talk back. That's that's amazing. I totally agree with you there. And it just you know it makes you feel abundant. You know, because ultimately that's what it comes down to is reconnecting to that abundant state within each of us. That's, you know, given because the universe, it doesn't know lack. It can only know abundance. So we have to reconnect to those levels or just that, that embodiment to get into that space. And I feel like what you just mentioned, that giving just, it just feeds it, you know, and you feel more and more grateful. Yeah. And I, I believe that you will not get in this world unless you give. And that's yeah. the bottom line. I, I really do. Yeah. So talk to me about, uh, you know, you, you know, I've, you, we'll talk about your podcast and, you know, all that, all the, all the great stuff that <laughs> right, you're doing, right. but you talk about, uh, financial, emotional, uh, intelligence. What, what is mm-hmm. that? That that's very interesting. So that's, that's, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really cool because, you know, it's basically building a relationship with your finances, a, a positive, optimistic, uplifting relationship with your finances in whatever state that you are, right? And what that means is basically putting gratitude behind the movement of money, accepting, allowing when things have to be paid or have to be um you know, when you're receiving as the flow goes, you know, it's just really being in a peaceful state as it relates to your finances, because, you know, most people are under the impression, all I need is more money, right? All I need is more money. But the right. truth of the matter is, <laughs> anybody knows once you get more money, you still have these issues, you still spend money, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I and I, I went through that. And I'm like, you know, I'm ready to just pull my hair out because I'm like, wait a minute, like, you're telling me I have this much and I'm still feeling anxiety and I'm still feeling like fear. And I'm still like, none of that right. stuff went away until I was able to come to that place of financial, emotional intelligence, which is basically just an extension of emotional intelligence. You're just, you're being able to center yourself and really seeing everything for what it is. Right. And when, once you're able to do that, that once again, not only brings clarity, but you actually begin to feel good. And if you have blocks, like I had a lot of, you know, it takes some time to get over those humps because you're hearing grandma over here, uncle over here, dad here, and everybody giving you these, <laughs> these like these, these <laughs> ideas that don't work. No. So it takes some time, but it's definitely worth it to get to that point of just being able to, 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 be intelligent about it and be emotionally intelligent and make right. the decisions that you need to not impulsive or sporadic. Right. Do you think that, you know, kind of ties into, you know, you see all these people that come into money quickly, like they yeah. win the lottery, they, you know, w- whatever it is, but they get a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They turn back broke really quick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't last long. And, and yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you have what you are. So if you want more, You've right. got to be more. Exactly. You, you've got to be more. It's crazy because you, you, the, it's like a two-sided coin, a blessing and a curse because you have all this money, but you know, like I know, unless you are mentally, 
and emotionally and ultimately spiritually able to handle that. Right. Like by universal law, you're going to, you're going to give it away. There's, there's just nothing that's going to stop that if you're not a compatible match. Right. And that's why it becomes more of a curse because, okay, in my mind, I think I'm only worth $50,000, but then all of a sudden here comes 500 million, you know, it just, it sends people into shock. You yeah. Know, you don't know what to emotional do. Emotional trauma. Yeah. yeah. And so you just start, I got to unload it, you know? And what's funny is your subconscious, you, not, you don't even know what you're doing, but your subconscious right. will kick in and you'll be yeah. doing shit with that money that you're, you're not even consciously aware of it, but you're, man, that, there goes that yeah. money. I mean, your, your subconscious knows that, hey, this isn't right. This isn't the same vibration that I'm at. I need to get rid of this shit. And it'll be yeah. conniving. It'll, it'll find ways to get rid of that money quick. It's like 98% of our behaviors, right? Like yeah. it just, it just, once that, once the subconscious mind has it, it's, it's, it's written and done. Yeah. And there's no matter, like, until you change that, you know, like you said, that vibration, that money vibration right. that you have, you're, you're, you're only going to resonate at the amount that you feel most comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. And, and I do a, uh, you know, one of the webinars that I do, you know, I talk about, you know, you, you take a salesman that that is making, you know, let's say make it easy, one hundred twenty thousand a year, ten thousand a month, make mm -hmm. it easy. You get him, and one month he does thirty thousand. Yeah. Lo and behold, he will next couple months, whether he gets sick or he just doesn't go into the office, he doesn't whatever. But he's gonna go. But his his subconscious is like, okay, you're ahead of your one hundred twenty thousand right mindset. And, right. you know, and lo and behold, then a couple months later, it kicks back up and, and now he's back at 120,000 a year. It's, it's, yeah, yeah it's, they call it that, that money thermostat. That, yeah, exactly <laughs> what it is. It's a cell, <laughs> like the air conditioner, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately, oh, mine's man. normally when it gets down to like 20 below that I'm like, shit, <laughs> I got I to gotta go make yeah. some more money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, what is important to open to, I think to really focus on that. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just tap off what you were saying. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's uh it's unbelievable how much that actually runs. And until you do, yeah. you get that, until you get that, uh, you know, that financial intelligence, you're, it's gonna, you know, you, you might call it fate. You might call it whatever you want, but your, your, right. uh, your subconscious, your being will, will not know what to do with that. So yeah. for you, what were the roadblocks that you had, you know, kind of going into that and, and learning this? <clears throat> Well, you know, I, I think they started from a, from a very young age, you know, so we talk about subconscious mind from the ages of when you're born to like seven years old, you're a sponge, right? And I'll give you a few examples of, you know, one of just the normal money doesn't grow on trees. I'm not made of money. Who do you think you are? Who do you, yeah. <laughs> exactly. those, those, those go on forever. Yeah, exactly. But I can remember I was, I was about four or five years old. And what I used to do, my grandmother lived with us, I would vacuum her floor, you know? And so she would give me 30 cents. And one time I just decided, oh, I'm just gonna go give it a nice vacuum so I can get this 30 cents. And then she never gave it to me, right? And so immediately that created a, a, a flip. And the only way I can kind of know this is through like hypnotherapy and stuff, but that created a lack sort of uh, mechanism within my, my deeper, my subconscious mind. And so literally not long after that, you know, my brother comes along and all of a sudden they're putting away money for him, 
but not putting money away from, from me. And so to me in my six, at that time, six, seven years old, I'm registering as lackful, not enough, unworthy, right. which is one of the bigger ones with, you know, financial freedom, financial, you know, independence is feeling worthy enough and deserving to have it. So right. it started there and it continued to predicate. And the most frustrating thing was going into my teenage years and like, you know, my early twenties and just realizing, okay, why does it never seem like it's enough? But I think those early experiences really kind of triggered that idea of lack and it just perpetuated itself right. until I was able to really kind of face those blocks and fears and release them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, what, what you focus on, you get, and when exactly. you focus on, you know, they're not being enough, you focus mm -hmm. on what you don't have, mm -hmm. you just get more of that. You know, it's, yeah. So, so what are the working with people? What are some of the big roadblocks that you see? In, in well, people? I, I think ultimately money is resonant with our emotions and that's where that whole FEI financial emotional intelligence comes from. So it's, it's really being able to face those emotions of unworthiness, undeservedness, uh, insecurities. Right. And so because emotions are so powerful, so, uh, I think it's, uh, thoughts are electric, um, and emotions are magnetic, right? So once the emotion is, is, is in play, the emotion is really magnifying or magnetizing itself, all these experiences. So when you get down to the root and a lot of times that can just easily start with a journal, you know, just taking time to journal, I do this thing called uh, money love letter where basically money becomes a sort of companion and you think about your relationship with it. And for 30 days, you write a letter, how you feel towards the energy of money, right? Because when we understand that money is psychic, okay, that it's like a person like you and I, because it's neutral, but yet it still responds just like anything else to how we feel and right. how we feel on a deeper level. Right. Right. So I think the biggest thing is just really clearing that stuff. Cause once that stuff is clear, then all of a sudden your ability to manifest and to allow and to attract changes to, to, to shape itself around what you're no longer carrying. Right. Right. A lot of times we think, Oh, more, 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 but no, that it's actually release, 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 let go, get rid of, of the muck and the dirt. And then, then it's just, it almost happens automatically at that point when you're able to kind of like let go of the stuff. It's blocking. Right. You know, and it's, it, it's true. Uh, money is just energy and it's, it, it's energy. And if you think of money as a, as a friend, one of your friends, you would never treat a friend and talk to a friend <laughs> the way that most people talk to money and, and the, the relationship yeah. that people have with money, you would not want a relationship with a friend that way. It's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's, and you wouldn't even, I mean, you wouldn't be fearful to go face your friend. Like, you right. know, if you were fearful, you wouldn't go see the guy or the, or the girl, whoever it is like right. that. It's, it's putting those things in perspective, because once you do that, then people can kind of see, oh, OK, now I get it. Like, this is what I've been doing. Like, so it's like the whole idea of paying bills, like understand that it's not you completely just giving your money away. You are investing in something, investing in a company which is allowing them to prosper and you're receiving a service of value in return. So it's right. like, 
okay, when you put it that way, that makes sense. And I'm happy that I can pay the, the light, the electric bill and stuff like that. And, you know, whatever else, because I'm actually receiving something in return. It's just not like, it's just, oh, here you go. And right. then it, it goes away and never comes back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, you know, things that we're going through now, you know, all, all of this pandemic and stuff, but for me, crisis either destroys you or it creates you. And it's these times, just like any other hard time that we've gone through, you know, these, we can either grow from these or we can lay down and, and, and die. And, you know, what are, what's been some of the biggest struggles that you've gone through, you know, and, and how did you, you how did that create strength for you or, or how did you, survive that or how did you win that how, how did you turn that into a positive and let it create you rather than destroy you we i think the biggest thing that's a great question sean i think the biggest thing you have to do is get all of your fears out of the way right and what i mean by that is bring it all to the forefront right and what's what's interesting is i laugh because you know, at the end of it, you, you start to see how ridiculous it is to project so much. And you're like, okay, now that I got that out the way, let me, let me center myself and make real sense of this. And like, cause that's the biggest thing. Same with money is just seeing it for what it is. Once we can do that right. without the, 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 the smoke screens, yeah. then we can make decisions that, that serve our, our highest good, serve the betterment of others. And it does that naturally. But I think the biggest thing for me when all this broke down was, uh, okay, let me get the, the, the most outlandish type of fear experience that I could ever have. Let me just get it out the way, feel it, release it, and then go from there. Right. And once I had that clean slate, then it was like, you know what? This is the time to just create. This is the time to express. This is the time to really go within, like I'm big on meditation. And really discover who I am, because it's like you said, it's, it's either going to pretty much make you or break you. It's going to make you more creative or it's going to turn you into an addict where, you know, right. there's so much potential to go either direction that I think once you get to that centered place, that place of real calmness and peace, then you can start making your decisions. And it just has to be one step at a time. I always like to say a day at a time is all you need moment to moment because you don't need any more than that. You just got to focus on right now and just go from there. Yeah. Yeah. What, and now for the listeners, what is, if you could have say in 30 seconds, you know, what's the one big thing that people really need to pay attention to and really need to do? What's, what's the, you know, the one biggest piece of advice that you have? Take care of your mental health. I think the biggest thing is take care of your mental health because it's not normal to be stuck in the house all day long. And I know like LA is under like a strict stay at home order. I'm in Florida. So not so much, but still we're pretty much. The beaches are all open there. (laughs) (laughs) I saw those pictures. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I mean, pretty much it's, it's, it's not normal life, you know, so to speak. And the first thing that can go, if you're not, if you're not mentally strong, that's the first thing that leaves you. And then all of a sudden you get completely out of whack. And then, you know, you start thinking the worst, right? Once right. your vibration drops, yeah. then you become susceptible to all those thoughts coming in absolutely, and making you feel like, okay, this is the worst situation ever. When in actuality, you know, let's say 
you just say, okay, I'm going to take this extra time to meditate. I'm going to take this extra time to write. I'm going to like, you know, start up a podcast. I don't know what I'm doing, but maybe I'll watch, you know, learn some stuff and start doing that. And when you take care of your mental health, to me, that leads to creativity and creativity expression is what really allows us to feel fulfilled, you know, and that more so than anything else, I think other than peace is what's so important right now is just really making sure that your mind is, is, is on, is right and connected to a place that just promotes good ideas and good living and just actions that'll help you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, the mental health, if you are not taking this time to grow or read or journal or, you know, go within, if you're not doing that during this time that you have, Mm -hmm. you are, I mean, it's, if you're not doing that now, you've never had a time problem. You've never had a money problem. You've had a self. Yeah. You've got a self problem. This is a a you and you deal when you're sitting at home alone and, (laughs) and you're still not getting shit done. I mean, it's, yeah, it's you and you it's, it's up to you. Yeah. One of the hardest things for a lot of people to do is just to be with themselves. Right. And so I think one of the most important things you could ever do in life is, is, almost kind of put yourself into a prison scenario where like, if I only had my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions within me, and that's all I could have, could I be happy with that? Right. Right. And if you can be happy with that, then you're free. That's, that's true freedom. The problem is, is most people, they can't be at that level and that drives them just absolutely nuts. Yeah. Yeah. You've, you have to be able to, and here's the thing I, I am, very interested to see what comes out of this, this whole pandemic stuff, because as you said, you know, when people are alone, they, they start being, they start going within, they, they start thinking again, uh, mm-hmm. they start being creative. And to me, creativity is what drives all of human nature. I mean, if we're, right. everything you see around you is because that was a creative thought or creative idea in someone's, in someone's head, I'm really anxious to see what comes out of this. I, th- I think yeah. we're going to see a whole bunch of a uh, whole bunch of stuff, a uh, whole bunch of new, whether it's technologies or uh, yeah. but I think we're going to I think it's going to be a uh, uh, we're going to have so much creativity come out of come out of this. I just I, I'm a late bloomer. I understand. But I just I just uh, figured out TikTok. Holy oh. <laughs> Some of some yeah. of the creative some of the creative crap people are doing while they're in quarantine. It's just, it's, it just I just sit back and crack up, and it just amazes me the creativity. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's just like wow, like <laughs> you know, I, I man, it's it's something else. But you know what? It's giving people something to do with the energy that's picked yeah. up, and and you know, it's if, if that's for you, and that's something you feel like you know can get you to that place if you just ultimately feeling happy, yeah. you know, then so be it. But I, I know exactly what you mean because it's just like, wow, that it is just taking over like the, as the newest social media. So yeah, it's exploding. <laughs> it's yeah, exploding. Yeah. So what are, what, uh, what are some of the best ways for people to, to get a hold of you? I know you've got, you know, your podcast, the, the money cure podcast, but what's, mm-hmm. what's the best ways for people to, to contact you and get a hold of you? Uh, email, Facebook, um, I probably prefer email is the best way, uh, okay. which is S H A U N G zero four at gmail.com. Um, Facebook to Sean Grant. Like I pretty use those. I use those pretty frequently. 
uh, that and Instagram, which is I am Sean Grant. And, you know, I like for me, it's just I try to, to live what I teach. And that's that those are outlets just basically to to to, to really not only inspire myself, but as a byproduct, you know, give to the world. And so um, those are probably the best ways to get in touch with me. So you have you been uh, staying healthy during this uh, during this pandemic, uh, working out, doing? Yeah, <laughs> if you if you <laughs> add me on Facebook, I do five days a week. I do a a a free. Uh, well, I guess by donation or whatever, but um, basically free workout uh, Monday through Friday, and it's open to the public. Um, I can actually send you that link if you want to join in. Um, and yeah, it's just basically keeping people in shape while they're on lockdown and, and, and giving innovative ideas to stay healthy, to stay strong, stay vibrant, stay moving. And uh, I've had a lot of fun with it. So yeah. been fitness for a long time and, and it's kind of coming back into the, the, the frame of mind a bit here. And it's, it's fun. It's yeah. been really fun to be able to do that. And if you're not doing something healthy every day, during, especially during this time, I mean that truly keeps sanity. Oh my <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I've I've got to do something every day at least. Yeah. Uh, it's, otherwise, I would I would go insane without being able to work mm-hmm. out some way. I mean, obviously yeah. the gyms are closed, yeah. but running or cycling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You gotta you gotta stay active. I think if you can go outside, whether even if it's in your front yard, you gotta do something because you know there's no. It's just not healthy to be enclosed, right? right? Yep. all day long and just just not so. no no everyone needs to yeah get out and, and walk and just stay distance when people are walking by see i'm gonna yeah. care what i'm gonna do is i think i'm just gonna get like a six foot pole six foot stick yeah. <laughs> and if someone if i'm out walking and someone comes within that six feet if you're within swinging distance of that stick you're gonna get hit <laughs> right right oh that's funny or it's better it's better than the uh what is it the uh i watched the flash and i know they have like the metahuman app like if you get close enough to somebody, it goes, beep, 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 you know, it's going to be doing that with the virus. Like, beep, 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 you know? oh, yeah, we need that. <laughs> it's like my Wi-Fi is out. I can't tell. Oh, my gosh. Dude. That's why the, the stick doesn't require batteries. It's right. always good. <laughs> always. Good point. <laughs> I don't trust technology yet. Oh, Not for man. that. Yeah, but, that's, that's cool, man. Really dope. All right. But, uh, yeah. And this is this is great, man. Thank yeah, this is fun. Much. I love doing this. This is a, you know, this is probably one of the greatest things I get to do with uh, with any of my social media is the podcast. I'm, I'm able to talk with people around the, literally around the world, and it's absolutely fantastic talking yeah. with people. You know what their passions are, what their superpowers are, what you know what drives them, and it's it's something yeah. that is just so nice to be able to talk and do. I mean, it's uh, it's wonderful it's really cool to have an unfiltered space to just share what you love, you know, share what you feel. And I, that's what's so attractive to me about like podcasting and blogging and stuff like that. So I'm excited about the upcoming episodes and all that good stuff. Yeah. I love it. And you're, I mean, you're doing, doing something amazing and it's, it's really good to like, I feel like podcasts have the, the ability to just remind people. Right. And just really kind of put them into a fresh perspective and frame of mind. And so that's awesome. And I love the, the, the concept of it, thinking big. and It's amazing. So that's, that's awesome, brother. And again, it's been absolutely fantastic uh, having you uh, having you on the show. 
Uh, this has been uh, this has been fun. It's uh, we got to stay in touch. Yeah, that's, that's been really really cool. So I, I really appreciate you taking the time out to give me an opportunity to to share my story, my wisdom, and that's that's been terrific. It's been really fun. Uh, by the way, you spell your your name wrong. I just wanted oh, to let I? you know. No, it's it's S E A N, obviously. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I blame my mother. <laughs> Of course, everyone always calls me seen, so. <laughs> yeah, oh gosh, that's funny. It was sure great having Sean on the show today. And everyone remember to go check out the show notes for all of the links that we've mentioned within this episode. And remember, leaders are readers and the show notes are packed with free books for you. Make sure you go up there, uh, get the links and snag yourself a free book. You know, Sean has his free book on Prosperity Secrets. I've got a link to a free download uh, for Think and Grow Rich, which is a fantastic book. And there's also a link for a free Audible book. So go up there and, and get your book. And until next week, remember to always think big. And if you haven't already subscribed and rated the podcast, please do me a huge favor and rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you.